Hello, I'm Nathan Judah, and welcome to the latest episode of the Express and Star Wolves podcast. This episode, we'll be looking at the defence, who have been absolutely superb this season for Bruno's team. We'll be discussing formations, what we think is the best lineup, and also the possibility of contract extensions for Romain Sace, João Moutinho, and the legend that is Mr. Ruben Neves. Yeah, I want to come back to the defence a little bit. Um, you know, Bruno did say in his post-match press conference against Watford that Max Kim will be will be back in, and he and he said very very quickly. You know, I think we were all a little bit surprised um, that he came in so quickly. I mean, it was you know very much the next game. I wonder, I wonder if, and I guess I guess Leeds will be the will be the proof in the pudding whether it was maybe Willy Bolly who, like you say, was superb against Watford, maybe because he hasn't played for such a long time, maybe there was some soreness, some stiffness there, and they wanted to go with someone who was fresher in Max Kilman and obviously an easy replacement to slot in there. Or it was very much, you take it from what Bruno said, in that Max Kilman will be straight back in, and he was straight back in immediately, and that he just needed taking out for a game and just resting and just maybe, um, maybe taking a bit of a breather before coming straight back in. I mean... I said at the Watford game that, for me, a fit Willy Bolly starts every week for Wolverhampton Wanderers. So it'll be interesting with what Bruno has to say and who he selects ahead of Friday night. Now, if you're putting... And it brings me on to maybe the, a bigger picture in the defence. If you're still playing a back three, and let's be honest, I think that Wolves are going to play a back three, at least for the majority of the games going forward for the for the remainder of the season... Do you pick... Connor Cody's not going anywhere. Brilliant again. Superb header. Magnificent, magnificent um, goal that he scored. Um, he took it took it superbly. But if you're, um, if you're Willie Bolly and you've come back into the side and you've done so well, then you're back on the bench, are you then knocking down Bruno's door saying, I want to be starting? And if so, and if he does get that selection, do you play Bolly... Cody Kilman and play one of them I guess Kilman slightly out of position now I know Bruno hasn't gone to that before but would Sace be the one to drop out however Sace has been very good I didn't think he had his best game at Goodison Park but then if a new contract's on the table you don't really want to drop him if you wanted to sign him so where do you where do you lie if you're Bruno yeah it feels a little bit harsh on on anyone who drops out really um yeah, I think for me the the strongest back three is probably Kilman, Cody, and Bolly. Mm. It means moving Kilman back over to the left side. I don't know if he's left footed. It would you'd imagine it would suit him better. But he's been very good on the right, of course. So, do you potentially unsettle what he's used to this season by moving him over? Um, Bolly, of course, has not played a lot of football. He's going to need time. Uh, I think. Oh, is Bolly just firmly the? The fourth, the, the 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 unlucky, you know, fourth man I think for the remainder yeah. of the season. Just, just what I was, yeah, exactly what I was about to say. I think um, purely because of injury and illness issues and not playing a lot of football, and and really the, the three in, in Sice, Kilman and, and Cody have been very reliable for the majority of the season. I think um, it, it stands likely that Bolly's going to be the man that, for the most part, sits out and comes in. But if he's going to come in and put a performance like he did. Against Watford, yeah, he, he might want to play more regularly, might want to keep his place. Um, but if you can have that kind of competition, have a reliable player to come in, I think 
it, it's only healthy for the squad really. Um, and then you, you make a good point with, with Sice and um, and yeah, there is, from my understanding, a, an offer on the table for him. I know it's been reported as, as two years. He's thirty one now, so I think two years probably makes about about sense. It makes sense really, really from a from a Wolves point of view. Whether he takes it as you know one of his potentially last big contracts with his obviously with his age, he may want more. But that's what's on the table. The, the talks are are ongoing. Um, but I've said on here plenty of times um, with these out of contract players that everything I've been told, having you know done the inquiries over the last few months with these players, is that it's likely to go right down to the end of the season, uh, go down to the wire with all of them um, for various reasons, mainly being that. Football is, is is really the priority and what they're trying to achieve. Um, so I still expect that to happen. I wouldn't expect it to get signed um, and 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 announced and, and finished quickly. But, um, but yeah, there's an offer certainly on the table with with size. Um, and then just to mention quickly as well with uh, Matinho as another player out of contract. Uh, I understand there's a, there's some discussions there. Um, unfortunately, don't know much more at this point. With him being a Mendes client, you can imagine. That helps uh, in terms of speeding things up. Mm-hmm. Um, you would also imagine it will probably be a one year. That's me speculating purely because of his age. Um, but there's there's discussions certainly, and um, and for my money, I would give them both a contract. Yeah, I mean, look, it's a it's a World Cup year for Gian Martini, well, it potentially is. They've got a the playoff, haven't they? I think to come. So, you know, whether he wants to join a new club in in the middle of a you know, and, and start again if, if, you know, with everything going on and with going to Qatar in November, I'm not quite sure if you want to. And Shalf seems very happy, I think, at Wolves and in his football and, and, and he's playing, at end of the day, at the, at the ripe old edge of, is he 34 now, Jao? Jao Moutinho, no, he's 35. 35 now, the ripe old edge of, the grand old edge of 35 and still playing week to week in the Premier League. I mean, I would have thought if they can do a deal and I'm sure hopefully that, that, that will be the case, that he would like just the consistency of, of going back to exactly where he knows he can play, he can perform, he knows his teammates, and and then go into that World Cup, hopefully, uh, and I'm sure it'll be a swan song, I'm sure it will be for quite a few of the Portuguese guys, um, probably Cristiano Ronaldo as well, and, and, and a few others if they do get through. To be, you know, to be at a club, and then at the end of next season, I, I think everybody will be will be quite happy to, uh, you know, if he wants to go back to Portugal, or, or at the end, it's, it seems like a natural break, but one more, I feel like he has got one more year, and I, to be honest, Liam, I've got to hold my hands up. I think at the end of last season, I would have said, OK, it's been a pleasure to watch you, but I wouldn't have been too disheartened if he wasn't at the club going into this season. And he's just found another gear, hasn't he? Which is absolutely amazing. And I shouldn't doubt him anyway, because when you're that good and you know world-class footballer then, then, and, and you don't need pace, you can pick a pass. It's um, he's, been, he's been different class again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes you've got to hold your hands up. And I was, um, I, I say with you, guilty of that as well. I think there was a lot of. Um, it was a very dull season last year for, for mm. you know several reasons, um, and and just watching Moutinho last year, he did look laboured, he did look tired, he did look like he was struggling. Um, beginning of this season, I thought he was a, a little bit slow, and I, I said it on here a few times. Perhaps the legs have gone. Perhaps he needs to wind down his minutes a little bit, um, and then all of a sudden, yeah, as you say, going to another gear, he just finds this form, and he's been exceptionally consistent for the vast majority of the season. I think it's been brilliant. So um, for his experience, what he brings technically to the team, the partnership he's had with Neves this season, which has been superb, which was the same partnership most people were criticising rightly as well last season. 
Um, I think he's certainly worth keeping for another year. He, he doesn't turn 36 until until September either, so uh, he's got he's got a few months uh, left until he hits that dreaded number. So um, yeah, I think there's there's certainly a, a year left in him at, at Premier League Premier League level at least, and certainly a couple years uh, in European football because you'd imagine, as you just said, he, he'd probably want to go back to Portugal or do something along those lines. I think he actually has said several times um, publicly that he'd like to go back to Porto, I think. Um, so, yeah, I think um, yeah, Wolves uh, are lucky to, to have a player like him and, ha- and have been lucky for the last few years to have him and uh, another year would, would, would be great. Well, if we're talking contracts, we've got to, we've got to go to the big one. And um, <laughs> yeah, It was his birthday against, uh, against Everton on Sunday and... You know what birthdays come? Birthdays come new contracts. Apparently, if you're a Wolves player this season, so I think everybody was like slightly hopeful that maybe a great Sunday could get even even better. But um, look, at the end of the day, provided the assist for Connor Cody and uh, and and well done three points and uh, and a Vegas party. Did you see that? Uh, yeah, I saw the Las Vegas party theme party. Invited Kino or didn't get the call? No, surprisingly, I, having spoken to him after the Watford game, I was hoping mm. he might uh, he might you know throw an invite my way, but. I was Next busy time. anyway. I was busy. Busy, were you? Okay, washing yeah. your hair. Washing your hair, mate. <laughs> I wish um, I had a nice hair like him. It would be lovely. What, um, what's the latest on, on on that? I mean, look, that's the big one, isn't it? That's the one that everybody wants. They all want another another couple of years on top of the deal that he's already got. Um, is that something that you think is still ongoing? And would that be one that will come to maybe to, come to head in the summer? Or is there, is there a... Is real rush to try and get him to sign this, or, or could we have to wait until maybe even the season's end? Yeah, I, I don't suspect there'll be anything um, imminently on that, but you have to imagine with a, a player of his quality, his importance to the team, um, that that, that will, would certainly be be looking at it, and it would be a conversation that's being being had at least internally with the, the Wolves hierarchy because he's he's so vital to the to the side, and and I think. Um, uh, maybe it's not fair to say learn from mistakes because I'm not necessarily sure that's true. But you can almost compare it slightly to the Adama Traore situation, um, not in the sense that you know they've been trying to time down for so long and he's been uh, refusing, but that he's you know coming into his final two years. And if Wolves get to this time next year, he'll mm. if he's if he's still a Wolves player, um, he'll have less than eighteen months left. So um, yeah, it. it Gets into those murky waters when you a player, particularly again of his quality, gets into those latter stages of a contract. You want to you want to tie him down and having you know tied down Kilman. What was it November? I think they, he signed a deal Neto recently. I think Cody last year. Mm-hmm. Several of the um, the big important players fairly recently have signed a deal. If they can get him over the line, um, and even if it means that financially Wolves secure themselves, so they don't lose out. On him if he does end up leaving, um, or even if they get another year out of him, or two years, um, or, or, in whatever way or circumstance it happens, whether he stays or leaves, getting him down to that new contract, I think will um, will be important. And, and then in the short term, uh, I mean, the excitement amongst the fans will be will be unbelievable because you know you saw the reaction to Neto's contract, and, and he's not doing anything this season, not through any fault no. of his own, obviously, but you just know how important a player he is, um, and never is exactly the same. I'm going to go back full circle. We've started with the defence, then we've gone on to contracts with Saiz and, and Moutinho and Neves. I'm going to go, I'm going to go back to the defence just for a final word, Liam. Um, look, the chasing European football 
and they've got a cracking chance. The seventh at the moment, which probably, probably, and we'll have to see, but still probably will be a Europa Conference League spot. Um, if it is, and they do get European football, or if they're in the hunt right to the very wire, when Bruno came into this club, it was almost like everybody was expecting him to go to his favoured four at the back. But you can't see him changing that at all if they're in the hunt. Now, if for some reason, let's say, Wolves fall out of that attainable seventh position, and let's hope they don't, but let's say with three games left or four games left, Liam, that Wolves can only finish eighth. And maybe the eighth is probably where they're going to finish. You know, they're, they're quite a bit of a, a big distance between them and ninth and they can't they can't finish they can't finish seventh. Does Bruno has Bruno looked at this squad and does he think he still wants to go with a back four? And if he does, then do you think we might see a change in formation for those final four games to try and get them to to play in in a style that maybe he wanted to you know implicate when when he came into the club? Yeah, I think it's fairly um, fairly obvious that he long term wants to move into. Uh, I thought at the back formation, whether that be a you know a four four two, a four two three one, something along those lines. Uh, of course, he used the like a, a very sort of um, wide attacking four four two uh, at Benfica. So I think um, it, yeah, it's fairly obvious that's that's what he would like to do. Um, the issue is he's he's almost had his hands tied really that he's inherited a group of players that for four years has been playing uh, the same system by and large. And didn't get signings in that, that you know they kind of wanted or he wanted exactly. at the time. So you've got to go with horses for courses. But what I'm, what I'm saying is, do you think that he might try a four at the back with this with this squad before the end of the season? If you know if they're not going anywhere, the the big if there is if they're not going anywhere. And yeah. I think um, in, in that context, it's possible. But I, I still would be surprised to be honest, purely because um, he's very competitive. Bruno, and and that's a, a good thing, of course. But mm. um, I don't think he would want to really, you know, test out, particularly against the opposition. It's going to be Chelsea, Norwich, Liverpool. The last three games, I don't think he's really want, going to want to risk mm. poor defeats or poor performances, poor displays to end yeah. the season. And particularly because it leaves a little sour taste at the very very back end of the season as well. Mm. Um, I think he tries to win every single game in isolation. With of course a slightly broader picture of um, of the league as well, so uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be surprised to be honest. But long term, I can see that happening. The, the signing thing you just said there is, is a is a big thing. He needs his kind of players to to come in. He needs to, um, just the I suppose the profile is the word he always uses for for the type mm. of players, mm. and that's really again where his hands have been tied, and that he's have he's had to to stick with with five of the back. And he's had a lot of success with it. So do you change? What has been a winning formula this year? You, you probably don't, but long term, I think he will. And I don't think he will end of this season either. Um, and playing devil's advocate a little bit, I guess, is if he doesn't, and that, I hope he doesn't, because then Wolves are probably right in the hunt. And let's say Wolves do qualify for European football next season, and it's becoming more and more likely that they're going to be right in the hunt to the wire. So yeah, I agree with you, Leo. I'm just saying that you know if it didn't, but I think that they'll they're going to have plenty to play for come come the end of the season. If they did, and let's say they finished seventh, and a lot of people say, I'm not bothered about seventh, I don't really want to be in a Europa Conference League. You do. You want to be in European football. I don't get that argument. I don't get, well, 
give him a give him a season with his with his main team. You don't get to pick and choose European football, and whether it's the Conference League or the Europa League, yeah, of course you'd like to be in the Europa League, but. You want to be. I want. I want Wolves fans travelling. You want. You want to go to play different grounds and play different teams. That's what it's all about. And it might not be the most prestigious competition in the world, but I don't really care. And if you win it, then you go into the Europa League next year. So, you know, you're going to get. You know, you, you're getting money. Okay, it might not be loads, but you, you're getting new fixtures. You're getting full houses. You're going abroad. I'm sorry. I, I can't. I can't get behind those who think that European football, Europa League football, wouldn't be wouldn't be um, so bad if they missed out this year. If they did, then it would be an early start, Liam. It would be an early start in July, potentially, for Wolves. Now, if you're playing competitive fixtures pretty quickly afterwards, and you want to go maybe to a four next season, do you start with that in an important game like that? And then you've got a quick pre-season and you're straight into the Premier League. Has Bruno got time to even get into a four, even for next season? Yeah, it's a great point, because probably no, to be honest. Mm. Um, And it all depends, really, if uh, on the transfer movements, you know, if before the Wolves have got, let's say, you know, early July got some European games or mid July, um, if Wolves haven't made a probably a handful of signs by then, which is unlikely, yeah, not is, just yeah, not unlikely, just yeah. just because of the way Wolves work, but because just of the, the way, market. yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, if Wolves haven't made a probably a handful of signings or at least a handful of ins and outs combined. I'd be surprised because it, it comes down to the personnel. It comes down to the players he's got and he doesn't think he's got the right players to, to play at the back and he's probably right because these players um, a lot of them have been honed really in this five of the back system and uh, it's an easy one to pick out but it is a, I think a fair point Connor Cody is always the discussion when it comes to moving from a five to a four because is he the kind of centre back that is going to do well in a in a back two you know, it's up for debate, certainly. So um, it's those you know debates within the squad and within the, the system uh, as to whether they can be able to play it. You remember they, mm-hmm. they started off um, trying to play four four two and then a four two three one in um, right at the beginning of the preseason. But they didn't have all their players back at that point, so it was a slightly skewed picture of, of what they were doing. But they, they tried it and it didn't really work. So I'd be I'd be surprised if they have the time before next season, particularly if they're playing. Uh, European football. If they don't, and they've got pre-season, and they've got time to to bring players in and time to make changes, I think you could we could see it. But again, it then depends on the number of of additions or changes within the squad in general, and whether there's enough really to to warrant changing system. Four two three one. If they played that um, with the current squad, what's your team, Liam? Oh, tough. Very <laughs> tough. <laughs> What is four, your team? Four two three one. Yeah, I, I mean, I would love to see a four two three one Wolves playing it. You know, at some point next season, I think that's it's, it's a great option that, that that they would have, and a very attacking. You see, just you're going to see more goals, aren't you? But end of the day, you don't want to trade in goals for for results that are going in the other direction. It will definitely be more open mm-hmm. Wolves, but it depends on the kind of caliber that they get in. And yes, you do need, I think, for them to play that formation, absolutely, you need to get a couple more. You need to get a midfielder in. I think you need to get another striker in as well to be competing with Raul. And, you know, but then if you do play four at the back, do you need to get another central defender mm. in? I'm not too sure, really. Um, so, but um, give me a 4 2 three, one with your, give me a four two three one to beat Leeds. Now, your best four two three one. And this is every, everyone fit. Everyone, everyone fit. Yep. Everyone fit and okay. flying. Siren goal, obviously. Um, John Ruddy, few. Nelson Smedo, right back. Mm-hmm. Kilman and Bolly, centre halves. Oh! 
<laughs> oh, no, scary. Fuck you. Johnny left back. Okay. Johnny left back. Just okay. ahead of Aignori. I, yeah. I could be tempted to go Johnny right, Aignori left, but I think Samaya, yeah, he's been very good, so I'll go with mm. them too. Aignori runs it close, but I'll go with Johnny. Yeah. Neves, Moutinho, midfield. Yeah. Um, you, I think I'd go Neto on the right. Mm-hmm. Huang on the left. Yeah. Pedence in behind Raul. Yeah. I, I think, think I think, I think, I think you've got mine as well there to be Liam. You nailed it to be fair. I think, um, the only, the only slight one for me, I thought about Ryan Nuri or, or Johnny. I think if they're both playing at their best, I'd probably have Johnny in a back four just for that little bit more solidity, I think. And then you, but you've got that option, I think. And, and also, you're always going to have that Cody question. Where are my leaders? Where are my leaders? Where are my vocal leaders? And the fact that he's playing out of his skin, to be honest. He's playing brilliantly. He's been unbelievable this season. Yeah, he's it's been hard, excellent. isn't it? It is hard. But look, if you're going to be a successful club and you're going to be playing in Europe, you know, year or challenging, you know, year after season after season, these are the tough decisions you've got to make, so... So I hope you enjoyed all that. For the full one hour and eight minute episode, you can log on to expressandstar.com and search for the Wolves podcast. Also downloadable at iTunes, Acast, Spotify and all good podcast platforms. And if you want to just join us, ask us a question at any time. We're available on Twitter, myself and Liam. You can find me at Nathan Judah, J-U-D-A-H and at Liam Keen underscore star. We'll see you next week.